A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a feast for his son's wedding. He sent his servants to call those who had been invited, but they would not come. Next he sent some more servants. Tell those who have been invited, he said, that I have my banquet all prepared. My oxen and fattened calf have been slaughtered. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding. But they were not interested. One went off to his farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his servants, maltreated them and killed them. The king was furious. He dispatched his troops, destroyed those murderers and burnt their town. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but as those who were invited proved to be unworthy, go to the crossroads in the town and invite everyone you can find to the wedding. So these servants went out onto the roads and collected together everyone they could find, bad and good alike, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. When the king came in to look at the guests, he noticed one man who was not wearing a wedding garment and said to him, How did you get in here, my friend, without a wedding garment? And the man was silent. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him out into the dark, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Isaiah, like Jesus, liked to use popular songs and stories from his past and then retell them with a twist or a punchline for his current audience. This helped to make a point on an important topic that could be remembered easily. Isaiah wanted to explain God's ultimate saving purpose in history and used the banquet to explain the special day of joy when all will be put right. Imagine someone today describing a time in the future when a vaccination and treatment for coronavirus would render it beaten. The world would be free as this shroud overshadowing everyone would be removed forever. Imagine the street parties and celebrations. In the case of Isaiah, he looks to the house of Israel, recognising God as the one who will provide all this security and lavish comforts for his people as he wipes away the tears from all their faces. The difference with Jesus is that he is telling the chief priests and scribes that this time of the banquet has arrived, but the house of Israel is refusing the invitation to celebrate. The good news he offers is that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand, but it's in danger of being lost to those it was intended for. He tells a parable to make the point more memorable, with much exaggeration for the sake of the story. This is also built upon by Matthew, who also uses the moment to add his own interpretation and extras to make some mark on his own audience living as Christians in the late first century. The early Christians were well aware that the kingdom of God had conditions of entry. Baptism in the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit meant a change of heart from worldly ways that responds freely to the love of the Father. Spirit-led thinking 
had been well publicised by Peter and Paul. Faith in Jesus and knowledge of his life, death and resurrection had been told to them, in some cases from first-hand sources. The importance of the kingdom of God was not restricted by time or place, but was present whenever God's will was uppermost in people's hearts. The kingdom of God parables, like the one today, are all about freedom and a willingness to accept the conditions of the invitation. The invitation means please change your mind from the ways of self-gratification and worldly ideals. Put on a new suit of clothes for your heart. Adopt the ways of Jesus and show mercy and compassion. But you may say, what about the bloke who got kicked out? First, remember this is a story, not an event. The question to ask is, what point does this help me remember and where does it sit within the whole parable? The image of the banquet is of a state ruled by God. In the world, there are many states run under different rules. There is the state where look after yourself first is the only rule. Don't be a mug state is ruled by an unbelieving grab-what-you-can approach. The world is full of choice and the kingdom of God belongs to this world present today. It is in this world full of disease, faults, mistakes and triumphs. The invitation is to be part of the transformation to something better. Graziano Marchese from the University of Chicago asks us to look at the similarities between Jesus and Isaiah's vision of what the new state of the world could be like. Marchese's view is to link Jesus directly back to Isaiah and then look at the latter part of the parable. The Lord of hosts is the king in the parable. The initial guests were the chosen few from the house of Israel. Now the invitation is for everyone and sundry to attend the reception. It's available for Gentiles, all peoples, good and bad alike. Evil and death are overcome in this banquet state and the kingdom feast is the ultimate symbol of salvation when God's rule will be fully established. He goes on to say, Isaiah speaks of a festive time when all the darkness and sorrow that claim us will be banished, when death will be destroyed and all tears wiped away. This image is a well-painted picture of the future that is described by Jesus as the kingdom. Jesus is the kingdom maker. He will make it happen. Isaiah dreamed the dream and Jesus helped it to come true by swallowing up death forever, bringing a new world into existence for all who will enter this kingdom of heaven. To enter the kingdom of heaven, all that is needed is a change of mind. The change of mind is like the change of clothes needed to stay in the wedding reception. These clothes represent the desire to adopt spirit-led thinking rather than worldly ways. To be admitted fully means leaving behind the old clothing and tarnished shoes and allowing the Holy Spirit to dress our hearts with love. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is to be transformed, healed and changed from the old self 
It's not something imposed on those invited to the wedding. It has to be a free choice. If the choice is not to change or attempt to change with the help of this grace, then there are consequences. Love is refusable. It has to be to remain true. Tom Wright, in his excellent book, Matthew for Everyone, puts it this way. The point of the story is that Jesus is telling the truth. The truth that God's kingdom is a kingdom in which love and justice and truth and mercy and holiness reigns unhindered. They are the clothes you need to wear for the wedding. And if you refuse to put them on, you're saying you don't want to stay at the party. The reality is that we always need help in dressing and only have to ask for assistance.